Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, the last time we spoke to Melbourne Storm CEO Justin Rodsky, he was in England. He was about to watch the World Cup finals for both the men and the women, which, of course, uh, the Aussies took out both titles. And he's been good enough to join us again today to talk about a pretty exciting new initiative for the Melbourne Storm. Morning, Justin. Morning, Jules. Good to be with you. How did your trip finish up in the UK? It was a, well, it was a pretty successful one for both the Aussie teams in the end. Yeah, it was. We got down to Old Trafford to watch both uh, the women's and the men's finals and uh, the women just absolutely dominated. That was an incredible performance from them. And then uh, the men came out and probably had a, a little bit more of a tougher time against uh, the Samoans. And the Samoans definitely had the crowd support. I think the, uh, the the English crowd that had purchased tickets in case the England team got through were well and truly behind the Samoans. But uh, the Australians in the end were just so good and, and clinical and the talent across the field in the end was the difference. Yeah, and a couple of Storm players involved as well, which was fantastic. Tell us about this uh, Melbourne Storm Academy, Justin. We know academies in the AFL world, are, they exist, and the Swans Academy's been really successful in, in churning mm-hmm. out some really good players, which at times doesn't please some people in Melbourne. But just tell us <laughs> the idea behind the Storm Academy and how it'll all work. Yeah, sure. So when you don't have a draft, obviously the way that you recruit your talent's really important. And, um the NRL used to have an under-20s competition, which was effectively a national reserve grade. Uh, that ended some years ago, and then through the COVID period, we'd identified the, a gap in our pathway system and the need to provide an academy or a pathway for elite talent. And that's a talent coming from the northern states, New South Wales and Queensland, New Zealand, Pacific, uh, around the world, uh, Indigenous talent, but really importantly, Victorian talent as well. And over the last couple of years, we've actually lost a couple of Victorian kids to some uh, northern states and clubs up in Sydney. And so for us, you know, that's really disappointing. And um, what we need to do is make sure that we keep our homegrown talent here in Victoria and create a pathway that's elite. And we've done that now with the setup of uh, this new academy. Uh, we've got past player Matt Duffy back to the club as our academy's coach. Uh, Frank Panisi will oversee the entire academy and we've got 12 kids in it. Um, they'll do a full pre-season, including the Geelong camp with uh, the NRL team, and then they'll play in our under-21s and under-19s team, which, incidentally, we've rebranded from the Thunderbolts to the Melbourne Storm. Again, another step was taken to create a better connection between our pathways and the Melbourne Storm brand. And so our academy players will play in the uh, New South Wales uh, competitions next year for the under-21s. So only four local products have been produced in the 25 years of the Melbourne Storm, which which is not many. But can you give us an idea what sort of participation levels like for rugby league in Victoria? Is it is it increasing? Is it stagnated? What sort of numbers do you have to to choose from? Yeah, it certainly has been a challenge post COVID with uh, numbers uh, decreasing off the back of you know two years of not having any club uh, rugby league, but. Um, Pleasingly, we've seen those numbers starting to to increase this year. Um, we've got roughly across all of our local clubs around 5,000 uh, kids playing rugby league from the junior right up to the under-19s and under-21s level. So 
the game is certainly being played out in the suburbs, and uh, you know one of our biggest competitors is actually rugby union. Uh, with particularly across uh, the northwest and then down through the southeast, the Casey region, uh, a lot of migrant communities, particularly from the Pacifica area. So for us, uh, really importantly, we want to be down there, you know, taking part in a number of different programs. We've got a rugby league program into schools as well because we definitely see an opportunity and a competitive advantage for us if we can get those participation programs right and then ultimately get the pathway programs right through the elite system. Why is it so important for the Storm to produce locally grown players? Well, we've got a huge market here. We've got a sports mad uh, state. We've got huge migration numbers. So whilst, yes, of course, we can continue to bring players down from New South Wales, from Queensland, bring them across from New Zealand, and we'll continue to do that because that's important. That's where the bigger pool is. But at the same time, that's important because uh, we are Victorian. We're a team that's been around now for 25 years. We know that there's rugby league being played in the suburbs and we need to tap into that and use that to our advantage. So for us, it's something that we're very proud to have created this academy to give us the best possible chance of recruiting and, and also developing that Victorian talent to come through and be part of uh, the Melbourne Storm team into the future. And you know, we think that if we can do that, then there'll be more kids that'll be looking up to these Victorian kids and wanting to play rugby league. So you've got 12 young footballers have been recruited, including three from Victoria, to be part of the inaugural academy. I guess pleasingly at the moment, you've got three in the wider NRL squad at the moment. Uh, just So that's great news, but just give us an idea of you know, what you're competing against in, in terms of you know, the academies that the, the northern clubs, which make up the majority of the NRL, um, have at their own disposal. Yeah, I mean, Penrith's probably the best possible example in, in Australia right now. They won the under-15s, 17s, 19s, 21s and the NRL Premiership this year. And that's purely off the back of uh, their academies and their pathway program where they've got a huge pool of kids and of talent that's coming through their system. Uh, they are, they're able to use their resources, their coaches, their welfare, their development, um, their environment uh, to create this pathway system that enables them to not only develop the talent, but also continue to secure that talent right through into their top 30 team. So, yes, we can go in and poach that talent, but at the same time, if you're a young kid playing in the Penrith area with your family in the area, you've grown up playing for the club, there's less of a chance of you leaving than there is if you know, uh, you'd come from another area. So for us, that's what we need to develop for us. And if you think about you know, the Sydney Swans and what they've been able to do, in the reverse, uh, in an AFL context, uh, you know, you can see the advantages of that and you can see the potential of what that could create for us. So, you know, we're never going to be in an AFL market competing with Penrith and Parramatta and some of these teams with these huge catchment areas of rugby league players and kids. But what we can do is hopefully create an academy that's going to strengthen our ability to at least capitalise on what we've got here in Victoria. So we see in the AFL just, you know, with the system, you know, the players... Pick the Swans Academy, for example. They come through the academy. And then because we've got a draft, they've got to give up quite a bit to, to keep yeah. these kids if they're highly rated like a Callum Mills or an Isaac Heaney uh, from a football point of view. W- what's the rules in the mm. NRL? Once they're in your academy, can anyone still access them or they are purely yours? Yeah, they're, pre- they're purely yours at the point where they're contracted to you. But once, uh, obviously, they come un- become uh, un- uncontracted, they're available to any club. So... Um, the players obviously have representation through managers and then look, we have a recruitment team that's always asking a question about whether or not we can bring more talent down to Victoria. But 
you know, clearly the Melbourne Storm brand is, is really strong and people want to come and play here and play within our system and play for our coach, Craig Bellamy. But at the same time, if you again, if you've grown up in the Penrith area, your family's in the area, you know, it's going to be very, very hard for you to leave for the sake of, you know, a small amount of money more than what you're currently earning. So there aren't any specific drafting, drafting rules or recruitment rules when it comes to the talent, uh, but obviously it's up to the clubs to do their best to create the environment to keep them in. It's up to us to do our best to try and um, you know, attract as much talent as we can down to Victoria. Speaking of Melbourne Storm, CEO Justin Rodsky. Now, Justin, we know you come from an AFL background. Uh, Joel Selwood mm-hmm. is now down at the club as a leadership coach. I'm assuming you were the main man that got uh, Joel over the line. <laughs> oh, no. Frank Panisi uh, played a really important role in that. So did Craig Bellamy. I had to chat to him as well prior to... To him coming across, uh, yeah, he's obviously uh, one of the most respected and revered co- uh, captains and leaders in uh, in Australian sport, and particularly obviously the last ten years in the AFL. And uh, yeah, we're delighted to have him as part of our leadership program this year. We think that we'll get a lot from Joel, and Joel will add a lot of value to us. And, and we really hope that you know the Melbourne Storm and our culture and our leadership program will also add a lot of value to Joel and his development and his growth post his AFL career. So. Yeah, we're wrapped to have him on board. He wasn't meant to officially start until January. He's already been down at the club a couple of times, uh, keen to get into it. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to working with Joel and uh, Joel working with our our young leaders, really. You know, you think about uh, Harry Grant, Ryan Pappenhausen, Jerome Hughes. These guys are pretty young and and new to leadership and uh, they're a really important part of uh, our success will be you know, the role that they play as leaders both on and off the field. So we're really excited to have Joel on board to help contribute to that. How often will he be at the club? So he'll be here once a week and and then he'll also come down for the uh, majority of our home games throughout the season. So he'll just work closely with our leadership group. Uh, he'll be involved in their meetings, he'll be observing, he'll be there as a, as a sounding board um, and then he'll take part in you know all of our the work that we do in our leadership programs across the club. So, um, yeah, it's going to be great to have him on board officially in January. But uh, as I said, he's already been down here, which is fantastic. The coach, Craig Bellamy, and Frank Panisi were in the UK as well. as we When we spoke to you last mm. time, they just, you know, spoke to the Bennett Celtic with Ange Postacoglu. How, how is the coach? First round finals exits are not common uh, at the Melbourne Storm. I'm sure he's looked over everything with a fine tooth comb. Uh, he's back at the club now. <laughs> What's his... What's his sort of mood like, his demeanour like? Do you expect him to make many changes given uh, the season was a bit disappointing in the end? Yeah, he's he's ready to go. He's come back uh, with a lot of energy. Uh, I think the players have certainly um, realised that uh, Craig's well and truly back at the club and back at training. Um, yeah, he's obviously just ticked over 20 years at the Melbourne Storm and um Heading into next year, I think he feels like um, you know we've got some unfinished business after the way we exited the finals this year. Uh, we had a challenging year for a range of different reasons, and um, uh, I think that he's you know really committed to making sure that this preseason's back to basics in terms of hard work and discipline. And um, you know we've got a big uh, first round game against uh, Parramatta in Sydney to open the season, and Craig in his twenty years has never lost a round one game, so. Um, yeah, it's going to be a really big build-up towards uh, that match. And, um, you know, we're, I think uh, what going away and, and you know, visiting some, some other teams, uh, you know, taking your mind away from the day-to-day, um, that really refreshes you. And I think Craig's come back in a really good mindset. And uh, I've already seen uh, from, 
from the players' reactions to him being back that, um, you know, it's not going to be an easy pre-season, that's for sure. Just finally, before I let you go, Justin, uh, the CBA and the NRL has been a long, protracted negotiation, still no result yet. Would it make your Christmas a little bit more relaxing if you if you knew <laughs> what you got to work with over the next few years when it comes to the salary cap and, and the finances? Yeah, look, it's, it has been, and uh, we're now nearly two months into a new year without a, a salary cap or a salary cap model, which is obviously a little bit frustrating for everybody in the industry. Um, the clubs, I've been a part of the working group uh, with Andrew Rabdo and his team, and um, yeah, the clubs and the NRL are, are pretty much done in terms of finalising the deal for us moving forward within the, over the next five years, so there's still some detail and definitions to be worked through, but um, the last part of the negotiation that uh, still needs to be finalised is between the Players Association and the NRL, which I believe is is getting closer. Um, there was a meeting last Friday that I know there was some significant progress made. Um, there's still a little gap, but um, I'm hoping that by the end of by the end of next week, uh, certainly before Christmas, that can be closed out so we can have clarity on what the salary cap looks like and what the model looks like from a supplementary risk perspective. So 2023 starts now for the Melbourne Storm. Memberships on sale. Go to melbournestorm.com.au for further details. If you want your Storm fixed this Saturday morning at Gosh's Paddock from 9am, there is an open training session uh, for all Storm fans. Uh, Justin, always generous with your time throughout the year with Jared uh, and myself in recent times. Uh, thank you and uh, enjoy your Christmas break. Yeah, thanks, Jules. Always a pleasure to be on. And thanks to all our members and supporters for getting on board already. Um, Really looking forward to next year. We've got a great squad. It's uh, going to be an exciting year for the Melbourne Storm.